What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me who? Miss Hollywood. You're tuning into another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Yo, 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 is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Is it me or is it hiding here? Is it me or is it hiding here? Hey, 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 what up, everybody? It's your girl, Marquita, but they like to call me who? Miss Hollywood. <laughs> You're tuned into yet another episode of So Hollywood, the podcast. Must you do it so early in the morning? We have to normalize black women doing whatever they want, whenever they want. So, yes, I must. (laughs) Hello. That was from one of my favorite episodes of 20s. Yes, Cersei. Um, so yes, So Hollywood the Podcast is a platform where everyone is treated equally and I bring them together with this thing called entertainment. Um, as you guys know, and if you don't know, uh, I like to do a thing called a recap, which is my last episode. Sorry for such so loud noise in the background because you know, things is happening. Anyways, I had Mr. K Stylist himself, uh, Missouri representative, hustler, rapper, entrepreneur, overall good person. Um, he's, he's definitely somebody to continue to look after and to actually, you know, talk to, follow, like, share, subscribe. Um, he is, he, he, he quotes himself as Mr. King, uh, twerk king himself, actually. Um, but you can catch the latest episode of So Hollywood, the podcast here on Instagram. I will start uploading them to YouTube, um, Everything is a work in progress. Um, shout out to um, my followers that just came in here. I do have an, I also have a performance um, coming up this Sunday, December 5th. I have a couple of local artists. Um, it's three, it's three guys. Uh, I don't want to put their names out there yet, but you will hear about that here shortly. Um, they will be, be performing at the green room. Um, it's a new segment that I like to let all entertainers, all artists, anybody that has entertainment in their life, come and perform there here in Virginia beach. If you're located in Virginia, holla at me. Um, Yes, and if you want to be a guest, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. We do have my special guest here right now. I am going to introduce him, and I'm going to bring him up. 
Without further ado, I would like to introduce my guest. He is an artist, producer, DJ. He is known for his hit single, Up, featuring 50 Cents, and he is a a San Francisco Bay Area representative, uh, platinum recording artist, Love Rance. Yes, sir, Ski. How you doing today? He coming up here, y'all. I accepted it. Why don't you accept it? There you go. Boom. Hey. <laughs> it was good. He gave me the nice intro. I like hey, that. Hey, you know, I got to do. I got to do what okay. I got to do. <laughs> nice to finally meet you. Um, We've been social media buddies ever since. Was it Twitter? The beginning of Twitter, maybe? Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Wow, and now we're here. You know, you're in, you're you're still doing your thing with an artist, being an artist, and yep. I'm here being a host of a podcast that is, you know, for everybody. And if you if you have entertainment in your life, you are welcomed on my platform. It's kind of like a therapy session within like the entertainment world because um I talk about real stuff. You know, I get down to the dirty and you know, things that if you don't want to talk about it, I I'm not one of them ones that's like, "Oh yeah, I'm about to get on it." And no, I'm not one of them ones. So, yeah. <laughs> yes. Um so how are you doing on this bless what is it? Friday, I keep this. It, everything is going by so fast, man. You sound like me last <laughs> night. I was talking to one of my peoples. I was like, man, last weekend it was so long that this weekend came up so fast, and now it's December, and it's like facts. I don't even know how many more days. How many more days we got in this month? Today is the third of December third. already. This is bananas. But anywho, we're going to get into this interview uh, with with a question that I always ask my guests. How did, how did this thing called entertainment enter your life? Um, like as a kid, like you know, uh, being at family events, they always used to play music. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody that had a talent, you had to get up there and show your talent. Uh, I always did a bunch of stuff, but like I always was like I was into dancing. That was the first thing I was doing. Okay. And then uh, I read into poetry. Okay. Uh, and then I was in an R&B group for a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, I was in an R&B group in high school. And uh, it was just, just friends just hanging out at lunch, just, you know, just trying to figure out something else to do. Right. And uh, just rapping just came to me at the end of the day. And then, um, but yeah, I would say like just being around family and just entertaining family members. Like that was like the first bit of entertainment that I got accustomed to. And you're originally from San Francisco, correct? Yeah. Born and raised. Born and raised. Okay. But then I moved, I moved across the bay when I got a little older. Okay. Now, how so. was the scene or the, the entertainment scene growing up in the Bay Area? Because, you know, it's a lot of people that are from the Bay, but some of them in which we don't know of, and maybe you can shed a little bit more light on those artists that came out of the Bay, including yourself. Um. Growing up, it just, like, I, I never really bumped into superstars like that or, like, you know, artists. Like, I would, like, know who they were when I got older, like, around junior high, high school. Okay. Because then I started to, like, like pick up my own music and started to find underground artists. And it was much easier to find Bay Area artists right. underground. Right. Um, But, like, shoot. Like, growing up, like, it was really just, like, E-40, Too Short. Of course, uh, from the city that I'm from, uh, San Quentin. He was one of the people, uh, Mac Dre, of course. But that was more like when I got to like junior high, like high school. That's when like the hyphy movement popped off, and that was more of like I would say that's more of my era. 
Okay. Like what a, what that. age or what year was that? Around what year was that? Can you get that was Ivy was like oh, like Ivy was kind of a minute, but it was like oh four to oh six. Oh yeah, get a timeline of what what it is because I know when your your career kind of started in like the late two thousand, well not late two thousand, but like two thousand ten, two thousand eleven ish. So right. I'm trying to I'm trying to get a timeline from that from two thousand and six up until you got your hit single with uh with Fifty Cent, in which we're going to talk about that because that's a whole different ball game right there. So you said yeah. you was also in like poetry. You participate? Did you participate in like band or any curricular extracurricular activities that kind of like um, helped you with your craft or what you what you were going to be doing to this day? Mm, not really, because what happened at my high school, uh, they they had a big protest. They were taking away our music. What? So they took away our music program. So, uh, like, any music that I was doing or any music that I was uh, around, it was basically just friends. Oh, you play the drums? You play this? Oh, you're a DJ? Oh, you rap? You sing? And we just hang around each other. But, like, that was really our music culture um, at my school. Like, we didn't have, you know, a music program. So uh, that's how, that's what I say. Like, we were singing at lunch. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. I was in dance club. That was a, a big thing at my school. Right. Um, that was probably the closest. Like, Let me find uh, out yeah, you, was crumping. Crumping. you was crumping, too. Is that what, uh, is nah, that what nah, they I, do in the Bay I, Area? Nah, we, uh, we surf dance out here. We, oh. well, well, we anything, basically. But we, we normally surf dance, you know. Uh, but no, nah, uh, I I crump a little bit, but nah, that was, it was kind of around that time. I was like, nah, I ain't doing <laughs> no disrespect. I, I like me and my friends. We was kind of more of the uh, for the ladies. Like when okay. we did. Okay. We we gravitated more towards the uh, I, I believe they called it the stripper or whatever they call that. It was like the opposite of crump. Like, okay. So we gravitated more towards that than crump. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find out you. <laughs> you, no, had, the, you had the rolls like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The- <laughs> Just a little bit, like those pictures where they show the kids, like the old school pictures where they show like all the guys in the in the living room, <laughs> yeah. all humping the couch. Yeah, that was that was that was that was me. That was that was. That was yeah, yeah. Shout out to pretty They uh they uh they spawned that that uh. <laughs> They find that moment in time. I'm not gonna lie, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so during this time, were you still? I know you 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 uh, mentioned that you had moved in your later years of you know growing up. Is that during this time as well when you were dancing and you know doing the thing? Uh, I, I was kind of dancing before that, but okay. like it, it, I showed it to my peers and other people around that time. Yeah. Okay, understood. Uh, you know, new, new kid. You know, you gotta you gotta work your way in. So right. my my weekend was dancing and you know whatever else came with that, like rapping and singing. So that's right. how I worked my way to new school and new area. Now, did you attend like college or did you do any of those type of things once you graduated high school? Or yeah, I did, uh, did the community college thing uh, for like two and a half years, and then right when I was transferring to uh, this private school called the Academy of Arts in San Francisco, uh, my deal came, so I had oh. to. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was love, though. It was love, though. The teachers they they loved it. They was they you know it was the art you know art school, and I was there to do music and business, so. They they wish me the best of luck and you know I just went off and did my thing. 
Wow. So had you even been like like performing at different places? Like how did how did that lead you up to making or getting your deal? Uh that that basically sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Uh around that time I was throwing parties. So okay. I was like out every weekend, uh I was hiring certain DJs to a point where they'll come, they'll listen to the record at my event. They'll take it to another event. So that was basically like college during the day, throwing parties at night, attending other events at night. And, you know, uh, I was performing, but I wasn't like performing. I was actually more of a hype man around this time. Okay. Um, so uh, after that got like, it started to bubble, bubble, bubble. Like I was a bigger promoter than I was a rapper. Okay. And then it started to like balance out and then rapping surpassed my promoter. So, uh, yeah. Okay. And so... During that time, you were you were creating a buzz for yourself and pretty much having a plan for what you wanted to do as far as like handing handing your music out to those that you know was going to get it out there and eventually yeah. become you know that 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 big artist that you are today. <clears throat> so, had you been working on up or had you been working on previous records or like what what led up to the actual song and the naming of this song? Uh, shoot, that was around the time I was just in the studio every day. It's like, uh, me and the producer and another artist that was on the record, I Am Sue, we used to just, uh, we was going to the same school at the time. And we used to literally just go to class, you know, we'd get off for like maybe one or one in the afternoon, two in the afternoon. And we'd be sitting around and he had an after school program that he had to go teach at. So we had like a, a set time, like two or three hours right. in the afternoon, three days to go knock out just something. Right. So this one, I was just in the studio every day or every other day, just knocking out whatever, knocking out whatever, knocking out whatever. And um, when, uh, when uh, Up came about, it was basically just another one of those regular days just in the studio. It was I think we just went to a party the night before, so the energy was kind of high. And uh, my folks, she came into the studio. She came with her homegirl. You know, there was kind of talking. The homegirl's kind of talking reckless. She started talking about like, how she, she, she didn't want to do <laughs> To beat around the bush. She just wanted to do to keep it honest. You know, don't be over here lying. You know, trying to like, you know, trying to finesse your way into the draws. You know, just keep a rip. Big facts. So, Big facts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, her energy kind of was like the way she was talking. It was like, yo, you kind of talking reckless. And then she was like, yo, I just want I just want him to beat it up. Like, hmm. Okay, bet. <laughs> Of course, you know, at that time, making music every day, we just basically going on whatever the vibe is of the day. Right. Or whatever, you know, whatever we hear, wherever we heard that day. So, Sue started that beat, boom, dropped that hook. Next thing you know, the verses just came together. Wow. And uh, it sat on the computer for a lot of months, like before it even seen the light of day. And then I started, uh, this is back on MySpace, of course. Okay. I started doing <laughs> Lime Link. Uh, I, I had a Lime Link, and I was, I was Damn everybody. I was just like, yes. and I actually had a, a, a burner account. That I was just like, I was just, to a point I was in jail half of the time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> half of my time on Twitter in like the 2010, 11, I was in jail right. half of the time. So uh, that just kind of like, it kept going, kept going. And then a year later, that's when it uh, hit the radio. And then a the year after that, that's when it hit the nation. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So. <clears throat> Two thousand and eleven is when it 
was made and then 2012 is when the video dropped and it pretty much got to the world Uh oh did you hear me Uh, originally it was made in 2010 oh okay 2010 that's what it was 2010 and so was was the beat already there or had the beat been like created from the ground up during that time too uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Please, no. Well, while we wait, you guys can follow me on Instagram, M-I-S-S Hollywood 313. Also, follow the podcast. So, Hollywood the Podcast. Follow Love Rants, L-O-V-E-R-A-N-C-E. Yeah. Uh, and if you want to be a guest, go to www.allofhollywood.biz. If you're an artist that is looking for production, engineering, so on and so forth, follow Session 420. I am located in Virginia. We're going to bring him back up, play his fuck up, and it's all good. You know, people always try to start calling you when you're doing, doing shit. <laughs> you know, I had an interview, goddammit. <laughs> Doing shit. Now, my bad. I don't know what happened. It just froze on me. <laughs> Instagram always doing it to me, so it's all good. They was hating on the boy. Look, I guess. I don't know. It's all good. It's but, all good. But uh, to answer your question before we got cut off, yes. originally it was in 2010. Okay. And basically, that's what I said. Uh, that it was like the end. Of, it was like June, June or July of 2010. And then that was kind of uh, online promotion, online promotion. The very next year, 2011, that's when they got to local radio. Okay. And then that December is when I, or November I got signed. And then November, December of that, uh, 2011, that's when they started to do the major push into 2012. Wow. And then that's when the nation, yeah. Wow. So <clears throat> I was asking, was the beat already done or was the beat created within the, you know, that time frame, with that same time frame? Uh, it was beat, uh, it was made, uh, right then and there. Wow. Because that's yeah. a dope and fire ass beat. Whoever made that beat, oh. shout out to you. I am Sue, the dude that's on the first verse. Oh. He's, a, he's the one who just directed it. Oh, okay. And did you realize yeah. that that record was going to be as big as it was or is to this day? Nah. I mean, I mean, I knew it was a good record. Like, I, you know, that's why I, you know, I took it from the computer and started to push. But, like, if, if you would have whispered in my ear, like, yo, 10 years from now, they're going to be still playing this shit. I'd be like, nah, I don't know, man. You know I mean? Like, you know, at that time, we just, you know, we just recorded records, you know. I still love music, so it was like doing it for the love. Like, right. As far as, like, you know, putting it out and letting the people hear it. Like, you know, it's just, I already do this daily, so I just don't want people to hear this shit. So, right. um, no, I didn't know it was going to be this big, but. I, I am happy it is. Yeah. <laughs> Big facts. Now, what what did it feel like when you first heard it on your radio station? And how, how who introduced, I mean, who, who, who gave you that news? And or if you were the one that gave it to yourself or explain it, how it went down when you found out your song up was on the radio. Um, I got, uh, well, it was kind of like a weird thing because like basically like, the streets already like had a chokehold on the radio uh, on the, on the record. Mm-hmm. So when they when they came to me, they initially didn't put me on 
on the radio. They they sent me to a late night competition. Like it was like it was like a damaged late show competition. It's basically a show that happens after the club on the radio. So they put us they put me on that and you know, I was kinda like, I'm going to win this. Like I know I was going to win it, but just winning that didn't mean you were going to necessarily just be on the radio. Right. So won it, then came back around. I was actually on a date. I was at uh <laughs> I was at I was at, I was like like a TGI Fridays or like a Applebee's or something like that. And I uh you know, I'm trying to be respectful. So I got my phone on silent. Right. And uh Next, you know, I just, you know, wrapping up the day, you know, waiting on the check or whatever. I look at my phone, and it's like 50 missed calls, messages out the yin yang. I'm like, okay, it must be an emergency or something. Right. I get to look through my messages and see who called me. I'm like, oh, it's my people. It's not like my mom or something like that. It's not like a family emergency. Right. So I'm like, I'll call people back. They're like, yo, bro, you on the radio right now. They're going to spend your record like three times. I'm like, <laughs> what? So I instantly, you know, paid the shit. Me and the girl, like, she hella excited. So we run the car. <laughs> she hella excited. And, uh, <laughs> like, you feel me? Like, we get in the car. We caught the end of another record. And then, like, it was like, damn. So, so you know, I drop her off. And now I, I smile to the, uh, to the studio. And then everybody's there. Everybody like, yo, y'all be on the So, you know, it was, it was crazy. Like, you feel me? It was like, it was good energy. I got to be around. Like uh, uh, a person that was happy that I was on the radio, so that mm. was like I met before Double, I had yeah. with my people after the fact. So it was like, yeah, but like, nah, it was a total surprise when when they actually played and played me on the radio. For sure. Wow, wow! Yeah. And then shortly after is when you signed the deal. Now, what? Who was the de- deal with? And if you can go a little bit into depth, I guess, and you know. Um, <clears throat> If you would have signed again, and you know, so on and so forth. Uh, the deal was with Interscope. Interscope. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, no, it was, it was a smooth deal. Like you know, uh, they basically it was like a luck of the draw. Basically, what happened was um, a, a mentor of mine, Jay Valentine. He was at a bowling alley the same day I was at a bowling alley. Is uh, he was celebrating his son's birthday, and I was celebrating my niece's birthday, and. Uh, um, Ironically, he ended up knowing my brother. And so my brother was like, you know, hey, yo, my brother got, you know, got the song, da 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 He's like, oh, I heard about it. Like, oh, that's your brother. Okay, introduce me. So he, you know, made the introduction. He let us know, like, yo, whenever you come to L.A., we can we can get some deals on the table. So I was like, bet, I'm going to be there next week. So started working out some deals, started, like, listening to labels. I already had a few uh, deals on the table, but this was, like, kind of – Time to sign. Like right. it was like, okay, it's time to sign now. It's time to be serious about it. So um, I had a meeting with Interscope, and it just felt like at home because the uh, vice president at the time was this cat named Larry Jackson. Okay, he was also from the city that I'm from. Uh, another guy that was like VP or something else is a guy named Barry. He was from Oakland, so it was like I'm bumping into a lot of Barry cats. So it just felt like at home. And uh, as far as like signing again, yeah, I will sign again. Uh, now that I, I, I kind of tell people. Um, I'm taking a page out of uh, my my NBA players' books now that I've seen how contracts work, mm. you know, through and through. I made it through mine, you know, unscathed. Um, now I could, you know, leverage my next deal. You know, I don't have to, like how NBA players, they don't do four or five-year contracts. No, they do two. Right. You get one option. Like, right. <laughs> we'll, we'll think about a year. So, 
you know, now I know how to like leverage my next deal. But yeah, yeah, I definitely would find it. Now, so, do you own the rights to this song? Between you, the two of you, do you guys own it and publishing and you know so on and so forth? Yes, yeah. everybody publishing and rights to their portion to the record. That's amazing. Even the people on the remix, they own <laughs> their portion to the, the remix. Uh, well, not every single remix. It's right. only like two remixes we actually actually confirm as remixes. But yeah. Now, yeah. and can you can you tell those that are um, like currently in a position to sign or that are still independent how important it is to read your contracts and how important it is to know the business and and just you know just knowing what you're going into and what you're signing ahead of time you know because some people out here today are just now getting their masters and you know it's so much going on in this thing called entertainment so just enlighten us on on how you feel about signing to a label and what you think you would do different uh oh yeah no uh reading contracts is definitely important if you uh, i mean they 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 think so you some of these contracts they buy you feel me? But uh, if you if you can't read through it, of course, like some of the the wording in there is meant for a lawyer, so the lawyer can tell you. But uh, if you if you don't have that the funds to get a lawyer, uh, I would say just reach out to your your people, like your family, friends. Tell them to take a page, highlight. You know that's what I did. You feel me? Uh, wow. With uh, one of my first contracts, not my not my record deal contract. I I had a lawyer for that. Gotcha. But uh, few of the earlier contracts, I used to just so read this. You know, read the, you'll read this, you'll read this. Like, you know, send it to certain other people. Like, I have real estate people reading certain contracts. Like, they have nothing to do with the music business, but you've seen a lot of contracts. So, yes. you know, it's, it's good to put certain things in people's hands that are, are accustomed to it. So, um, that's what I would say as far as contracts and, and reading them and, and taking them very, uh, they're important. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but, and as far as, as far as I go, signing again um and as far as things i would do differently um i would mm, i mean I, I leveraged a lot in my first contract but i would definitely try to like shoot for the stars <laughs> you know, like the worst they could tell you is no Fact. me i was like you know i was kind of like ah, i'm gonna shoot for the clouds not the stars i'm gonna cloud it i'm clouded. you know but like now nah like that no like, i knew my words but i didn't know my full work mm. now that i words it's like oh yo i want i want mars bro ah nigga well, nah we can't give you mars we can give you jupiter all right cool right. i think right because it's, it's a difference between knowing your worth and knowing your value it's two different things so your you know your value is definitely a little bit higher than you know you know your net worth so to speak so you gotta always look at it that way <clears throat> and That's so fact. um Okay, we're going to get off the, the, the hit single, but I want to touch bases on how 50 Cent even became a part of this hit single. Like, how did how did that become about? Uh, shit. Basically, it was the label. Uh, uh, the label, you know, of course, being time the Interscope, it was nothing more but a phone call away. And um, Jimmy Iveen um, made that call. He was just like, yo, I need you to get on this, this record, new artist for the label. And he he heard the record previously, like uh, a year prior. Um, so he was familiar with it. So he definitely, <laughs> as soon as uh, it came full circle, he was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on. I can't, you know, I can't it, look over this he, one uh, this time. <laughs> he, he was over that. Like, 
Yeah, now he's dope for that. He came, he came to the Bay and shot it the night before Thanksgiving. And, uh, you know, he, he embraced, he embraced, yeah. Yeah, the night before Thanksgiving, 2011, wow. came through. So you technically like, had an anniversary anniversary recently for this this video. Uh, nah, we didn't. Nope. Uh, we're gonna do it next year. Next year, okay, okay. Because <laughs> basically, it's like we could have we, basically we could have three anniversaries <laughs> if you really want to be honest. Would you? If you if you if you from the hey, if you from the area, you're supposed to have one in uh, 20, 2020. You yeah. feel me? And shoot, from you know uh, the. California West Coast, we're supposed to have one this year, but as far as the nation goes, it's 2012. So 2022, we're going to definitely, you Uh-oh. know, cultivate all three of them and just bam. I want to be but, a part of that. I want to at least be a fly on the wall when that happens because, listen, because you, you see artists that are recreating other artists' songs nowadays. So do, how do you feel about that part as well? And has your song been used? In newer artists or with newer artists? Uh, no, but I have heard a few beats that uh, sound very similar to mine. But Uh-oh. you know, that's not that's not for me to talk about. You feel me? That's more of the you know producers. You know, he got he got handled that. You feel me? But uh, nah, not yet. They haven't they haven't flipped it yet. I mean, it's still kind of it's funny because it's old, but it's still kind of young. It's fresh. You know, it's you know you know it's still fresh. Like you know, what I'm saying so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I, I do hope have another you know, question. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, if this song came out today, do you think it would have been a different ball game when it comes to the numbers, streaming, when it comes to just the song in general? How different do you feel that it would have done or would have done the same? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It probably, ooh. It's kind of hard to say if it would have did the same or bigger, but I would say it would have definitely made rumbles because just because of the TikTok and the, yeah. you know, social media, like, we had a dance, like, most people didn't even realize we had a dance to it, you feel me? So it's like, if you was at a Bay Area party, or you was on the West Coast, and you'll see the dance, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I think, yeah, TikTok would have pushed it somewhere different. Um, it's much easier to, to reach out to people now, like, Thanks. you know what I'm saying, much easier than back then, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody's on social media at some, on some platform. Yeah. So, yeah, do you think it like, it could re- I, reinvent itself in all actuality to this day? Do you think it'll? It, it actually did last last Christmas okay. on TikTok. Like they uh they they grabbed a hold of it, like you know, and they did their thing. It didn't like you know blow up again, but like my my streaming went up again. Like, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> so, so, uh, but no, uh, maybe like maybe like you know because like I said like. I had to come to the, the, the realization that um, there was a 12-year-old listening to the record. That nigga's like 22 now, 23. You feel me? Like, <laughs> it, it just, it, it, like it, it blows my mind. But, like, I'd I, I be like, damn. Like, so when I meet people, I meet, I, like, I've met a lot of people since, uh, you know, COVID is kind of like you know, taking the back seat because everybody back outside. Right. Every time I go to the club now, like a 21-year-old, 22-year-old, 23-year-old. Oh, man, I, I grew up on your record. I was in fifth grade. I was a... <laughs> Clutch my pearls. <laughs> like, what? Like, y'all mama let you listen to this shit? Like, damn, bro. Like, you feel me? But it lets me know, like, yeah. Like, I got, I got like, 
even now, I just did a performance last night. I did a little special guest, a little jump off, and it was like the, the crowd wasn't like the ten year the ten year ago crowd. Like it was age crowd, right. and it was still fucking with me. It was like, damn, it's, it felt like, like something new all over again. Exactly, mm. exactly. It's new faces. It's it's new energy. These these people weren't in the club. You feel me? They this their first club experience you know, for a lot of people because of because of COVID, right? You feel me? Especially COVID, but now just because of their age, also they're, this is their first experience in the club, and they're listening to a record, seeing the guy perform it live that they used to bump, whatever, whatever. You feel me? So it's like that that that's a crazy little thing. Like it's a crazy thought. Like you know what I'm saying? Especially when you see it in their face, and you like, you look hella young. <laughs> And you know these records word for word. And like, I just remember being that kid for, you know, other rappers and right. other singers. Like, and seeing them when I got to my my, my platform and it was like, damn, bro, I was listening to you back in, in, in third grade. Oh, nigga, don't make me feel so right. old. Well, now, I'm, the, the shoe is on the other foot now. And it's like, dang. Right. <laughs> it's cool. So I love it. I love it. Like, that lets me know we did something good. You feel me? That lets me know me and my folks, you know what I'm saying? That record, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, it's historic. You know what I'm saying? And I, I love music, and I'm glad I could be a part of music history. So, right. you know, I ain't mad at it. Shit. Right. <laughs> right. Because ride that wave, shit. If, you, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Shit. Exactly. And then. You like it, I love it. Soon after, um, you released a, um, I want to say a second mixtape, Freak Show Ran- Rancy, and then mm-hmm. um, was that still on Interscope, or had you had left Interscope by that time? I had left Interscope by okay. the time. I was back independent and back with uh, my distribution company, uh, Empire. So. Empire. Shout out to Empire. <laughs> and you're still with Empire to this day, correct? Yeah, and I signed myself on my label, so. Oh, we're going to talk that shit. Listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I ain't going to lie, though. We about to go through a name change very soon because um, now I'm starting to, like, get artists. They're starting to, like, surround me now. So, Mm -hmm. like, now, you know, I'm starting to to take a step into the record label mode, but I'm not fully. Like, I've always looked at those people that was like, I never want to be an artist trying to find artists right like i I rather it be like a, a family a kinship you know even though these artists look at me as big bro whatever the case may be you know i let them know like nah nigga you gotta stand on your own too then you gotta do your thing i'm here i'm gonna support you you know what i'm saying the relationships have been great and the music that they have been making has been great so i'm like yo i'm just here to support and yeah so now like i'm more label. I always had a, a business. I always had a label, but okay. it just never. I didn't have an artist, and then that was just me, and I had to have it just because of um, uh, the money or whatever the case may be that was coming in, and they was gonna tax me. Yeah. I was like, I gotta become. A <laughs> so uh, I became a business, and uh, that was the label. And what's so the name I, of the new label or the label change? Can you give us the name of the? I label can't change? give you the name change because I don't want nobody to take it. Oh, the, okay, okay. I didn't know current, if it was the current name is Complex Lifestyle. That's been the name since 2011. Okay. Yeah. Complex lifestyle. But we already got the new name, though. Like, it's a new... It damn near... It's not probably going to be a new name. It's probably just going to be another business. Okay. Like, Doing gonna, business as. Yeah. Like, because I kind of still like complex lifestyle. It's 
something else. I might put that as another entity, but yes, yeah. But as far as the record label goes, I was like, yeah, I'm not riding with complex lifestyle record label. Like, nah, that's <laughs> complex. Might have to they they might come after you. Complex. I life. mean, they could. I mean, lifestyle condoms could come after me too. But yes. shit, you know, put it all together. <laughs> Come and get me. So hot and hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so when did DJing become something that you be, became interested in? Because I know um, you're listed as a DJ as well, or you consider yourself as a DJ. So when did that play a part? So uh, I'm not technically a DJ. I don't hop on turntables. I basically, I used to throw uh, house events, house parties. Okay. I used to, uh, me and this other guy named uh, Cool John, we used to put playlists together. And then uh, I would go to a certain club. And then they'd be like, yo, what song should I play next? And I'm like, I got a playlist. <laughs> I, and I was, I, I was club promoting too. So, and I learned a little bit about DJing from my DJ partner. But I was like, I'm not about to sit over here and be trying to take your job. But what I do sometimes is, I'll sit with my DJ. Uh, we'll put together a playlist or certain songs that I want, want to hear back to back, and uh, I'll go host the club and we'll go turn that shit up. So oh, wow. I'm not DJ DJ in the technical sense. On <laughs> turntable, I, 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 I can I can mix so I can mix two records. Though. I can do that. We're rocking a party for a whole hour. I ain't doing that. Shit. I gotta rock the mic. That's what I, you feel me? God bless the DJ too, folks. So don't call me for no damn birthday party talking about kids just being at my birthday. No. You're gonna have to hire DJ Tito's and I'm gonna come with him. And we're gonna turn your shit I'll up. I'll send you a playlist. I'll send you a playlist. Nah, nah, I don't even send playlists no more because people be jacking playlists. So I just facts. I some playlists so. Big facts. Yeah, I just like to watch it on your Bluetooth like not Bluetooth, but what is it? Shazam. Maybe over there like this during the set. Yeah. Like, yeah, I like that. Do that. Yeah, yeah. I like that. <laughs> what record is this? Huh? Exactly. You should see him in the club. Maybe over there. <laughs> Look, my boy DJ Def know what I'm talking about. He know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, he know, we don't been in the club too many times. I'm Def. Over there like, Look at this motherfucker. Tell you know this record. I, I don't see DJs. I don't see DJs like jack a playlist from another DJ. Really? Like, well, shit. Like, like I will, I'll be at a party, listen to the DJ playlist, and be like, damn, that's a good list. Like, our our certain records together, and I'll go to a party the next day, the next week, see a DJ that was in the crowd, and he doing that same list or those same similar records together, and I'll be like, no. Wow. That's how I found out about DJ Punk. And I was like, y'all niggas is funky like that? <laughs> you know, that's just, that's just crazy. I was like, but nah, like, yeah, I don't, I don't send playlists no more. That was in my younger days. Now I show up, you know, with the shit. Like, you know. mm. And if I don't, if I DJ, like, I got hella DJ partners. So it's literally just, if I'm, if I'm cool with you, I get, you know, to get you paid also, you know. Right. The quote unquote other DJ is this DJ. You feel me? And right. we're going to just get paid that night. Turn this shit up. Right. And I've done that a few times. I've done it that, like, out of state. Like, you got to hire this DJ for the after party. Maybe, all right. 
And then, uh, then they're like, are you, of course, I'm Love Rant, so they're not going to put DJing by Love Rant. They're going to be like, live performance by Love Rant. But, of course, we got that rapport, so I'm not going to just leave the stage, go back to my booth. No, we're going to, what you got from DJ? We already got this playlist set up. We already got the right. shit set up. It's like more of a show now. It's still a show. So, and my biggest thing is I like to uh, bring the crowd into it. So, one of the things I like to do, let's just give you a little insight to the show. Um, I like, of course, everybody likes to do like, oh, you know, I'm from the Bay. Yeah. How many of you motherfuckers been to the Bay? Let's see if they make noise, if they don't make noise. Like, oh, oh, so y'all haven't been to the Bay? Okay. Let's see if I know this record. They'll play like two short, blow the whistle. And it's like, okay. What's my favorite? BS, why they got to say it like short? BS, and we play another record. It's like, but we already got this shit set up. Right, right, right. It's a show with other people's records now. It's like, it's turnt, like, and they love that. They love that shit. And I love to do that shit. So, you know, so to answer your question fully, I am not a damn DJ, <laughs> but I will play music. <laughs> I will play music. So hi for your bar mitzvah, uh, Kinsing Yappos. Uh, <laughs> I, Kinsing Yappos. <laughs> Kinsing Yappos. <laughs> and speaking of your partner, Neil, how how was your support growing up, and also how was your support up until you got your deal, and then after um, you stepped away from that deal? Three, it's a three part uh, question. Support um, growing up, shit, I, shit, I, I hit my talent. Until I was like comfortable enough. So by the time it was like the show talent, it was like, you got to fuck with me or you not. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of people who, who fucked with me as like when I was 16 rapping, like, you know, trying doing mixtapes and, you know, passing them out. Um, to where when I got the deal, it was like, of course, you know, the, oh, the cousin. Yeah. Damn, who, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, it was. It was love on steroids, you know. It was it was a lot of love, but it was a lot of like fake love. You had to weed out, you know what I'm saying. So, I think the the best support is the either the before or the after, mm. not during. Because before people, you know, they're they're just happy for you just to just to be successful in your field of work, right. and the after is that's the real support system. Those are the people who are really going to be there 20, 30, 40 years. You're going to be the godparent to their children and all this other stuff. So it's more it's more special after, I would say. Right. Because now it's more family. Now it's more of... Now I, I know we're not uh, going to fall out, you know, over something small. We're going to, you know, at least we're adults now, so we're going to talk about it. Right. This and the third. So, right. yeah, like, you know, the adult, the the adult uh, support and love, you know, is the best. I would say, and current love is the best. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So in the in between um, 2016 and 2020, um, what kind of like took place as far as like musically? Did you um, did you do anything like activities to improve your musicality, or did you go on tour? Like, um, what what did you do without the label's help at this point? Because you know, you know, you stepped away, and so now uh, you're independent, taking care of everything by yourself. 
Um, around this time, that's when I linked with uh, one of my good friends, uh, my boy. We call him 10K. His name is Joni. He's a video director. Okay. Um, we were kind of in the same space. We. Joni Patterson? Uh, huh? Is it from, uh, what is his name? Is he from Virginia? No, no, no. He's okay, no. Okay. Joni. Okay, no. Uh, that's not, I thought you no, said somebody else. My bad. I was like, we, I know this way. Right. Uh, I'm about to get hype real quick. My bad. <laughs> You know that nigga from Virginia? Right. Nah, I don't know nobody from Virginia. It's not a straight song. Um, and Chris Brown, I don't <laughs> Maybe some other motherfuckers. I don't know. Okay, my <laughs> bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, uh, uh, but no, nah, we uh, we kind of we bumped into each other, and at this point, it was more of uh, a friendship because he was more. Uh, he's a video director. Okay. So he actually like we we built a, a friendship or rapport. And that kind of helped me out because he was more of, I want to do all the technical stuff, like making the flyer, making the cover art, thinking of the video ideas. So that really helped me out a whole lot, like, you know, um, like a whole lot, because that took away some of the burden that of the creative process. And we, you know, we were like Jordan and Pippen. It was like, we, we just fed off each other. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the ideas was great. We, uh, we put out a record or video uh, for the song called On Her. We, um, we, uh, I don't even know the proper word, but we pretty much got inspired by The Wood, the movie The Wood. Yeah. So we did a reenact scene where Stacey <laughs> beats uh, brother. So, of course, I go I go grab the girl's butt and all that stuff. And people, <laughs> people love that video, still to today. So uh, I was thinking uh, around that time, 2016, 2020, uh, more creative, like more got more in my creative bag. Uh, stepped out of rapping really like but more i was still rapping but it was more like i'll rap something it's like now well how would the visual look <laughs> like you know the song ain't even done yet but, you right. know now that uh that was like a good process for me because that let me get my creative juices flowing to where it's like now i can do a little bit more like now it just ain't solely just doing music or just doing rapping when i hear a beat now it's like oh maybe we should do this maybe we should do that uh Brought in my horizon for Shelly. Wow, that is amazing. And so now you're currently <laughs> <Shelly from Virginia. laughs> Yeah, yeah, nigga, all the niggas. Don't forget about Missy. <laughs> Am I forgetting anybody else? One Wait, of the Power what? Rangers is from here. The I think the Blue the Power Rangers. Power Rangers? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. All of them. One of the Blue Angel Power Rangers. Angel Grove is in Virginia. <laughs> Angel Grove is in Virginia. You lying? <laughs> you over here talking? I think you lying. One of them. I didn't. Which one? It ain't the, the blue. Black it's the blue. It's the blue ranger. Billy. Billy. He's from Virginia, Portsmouth, to be exact. <laughs> Nobody even fucked with him. Nobody even fucked with him. It was. It was. It was the Black Ranger, and then he got off that thing. It was the, the, it was the Green Ranger. He's from Virginia. Oh, D'Angelo. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking somebody. Y'all got hella people in Virginia. I ain't gonna lie. It is, believe it or not. Like, we are a melting <laughs> pot of people. And then we're also one of the ones that are get, that get slept on a lot because a lot of people have come through here, have lived here, got songs about Virginia. And it's just, mm-hmm. I just don't know where that disconnect is. But we'll figure it out one day or another. But anywho. I, I, no, we feel y'all pain. 
Yeah. With the bears and the thing, you know, you start <laughs> running off people from, from the bear, and you'd be like, damn, they got a hell of people. Right. <laughs> and like, you would think we're supposed to be something, something else than what we <laughs> is. The but, clips. You know, so, for real. I, I, argument about, I was like, the best producers have came from Virginia. And yeah. people were like, in the room, like, people were ready to argue about everything. Niggas were like, the sky is blue. Hell no. The sky is motherfucker. Like, I'm talking about the room was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was like, yep. Yep. <laughs> like, cool, cool. We ain't got to argue. Michelle, bitch. Like, Bit. And um, I do have an, oh, another question. Did you ever perform at any of the core DJ retreats? If I'm not mistaken, you yeah, you uh, Atlanta. Okay, okay, because I think that was another reason why I had fell in love with your song. Because um, I at one point I was I'm still a core or affiliate, but at one point um, they used to have so many retreats and just so much going on. And it's shout out to the core DJs, but that out the core DJ. Hey, Listen, man. them it's retreats. Early. If y'all have never been to one of the core DJ retreats, y'all are missing out. And those stages and the panels and it's so much information and so much good information that's just there running around. And so the reason why yeah. I asked that question, how how did the DJs break your record once your record, you know, became something bigger than what it was? Like locally or around the nation? Um, I guess around the nation. Like how 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 did they play a role in your um your I guess your what is it called? Your I don't want to say celebrity or I don't want to I don't know how to put the the words out. Like I'm having a brain fart like, right now. Your process. <laughs> I, I know what you, uh, you uh, yes. get into though. Like like how did they help out with? The, there you the go. Success? Boom. I mean, um, I mean, shit, they helped out a lot. I mean, especially me coming from the club. Like, it was much easier to, when I go to somebody else's state or city, I, and I know what I talked to because DJ shit. What's up, bro? Hey, what y'all play out here? Okay, for sure. Hey. Da, 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 da. Hey. Da, da, da. And, you know, people love, I want to say people love our energy anyway out here. So yeah. when we take our energy for else, it's not like, a, we don't have, like, that stank energy. We don't have that, oh, I don't want to be here energy. It's more like, we walk in the building, it's like, the very is in this motherfucker. What's good? Thanks. What's good? And you know, we we very prideful motherfuckers, so we be. I'm from the bay. I don't like real, real, <laughs> don't let people know that quick. So you know, it it it, it was a vibe. You know what I'm saying? They they just knew like, okay, West Coast cat. Most of the time, I was I spent majority of my time in the South, like uh, a whole lot of time in the South, and also Midwest. But the majority of the time, I was in the South. Like I'm talking about Florida, uh, the Carolinas. Like I'm I'm in there. I'm talking about like. Spent a month in Florida, like, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm about to be in Miami and Orlando. No, I'm in Lake Wells, Florida. I'm in, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm in the deep, I'm in the depths. I'm like, okay, you feel me? But that let me know the music crossed the Mississippi. You feel me? That's what we, I always say, across the Mississippi. Yeah. Um, so, like, vibing with them, it was more like, bro, I'm just happy to be here, my guy. Like, and y'all playing my shit in this state? Fuck yeah. Like, you feel me? Like, <laughs> You know, like, so it was never hard. It was never, it was never, uh, I gotta go do this. It was, let's go. What's, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? Because I knew, in the back of my mind also, I knew, like, um, like being from where I'm from, it was, 
it's tough to get out the Bay Area. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We, we always have, we got a lot of major uh, artists that have major success, but at that like time, we 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 weren't cracking past the Mississippi. Like we would go to Kansas City, we'll we'll go to uh, 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 Cleveland. We'll like the Bay they love us out there in certain places, but like but the other states they were not rocking. Mm. You know I mean like New York, they was not rocking with us. You feel me? But then my record comes, it's like everybody rocking with us. Like you know, to a point where everybody's hopping on the remix. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's they they laying a versus to this beat. And uh oh yeah, Carol said, Hey <laughs> oh, that's that's my DJ party that was in, and he was on tour with my boy DJ Def when we was down in Florida. Uh oh. Bruh, yes, yeah, bruh. He said oh, my yes, God. yes, oh, my yes. God, we walked into a club. I ain't never seen five hundred niggas in dreads, white tees, hats, grills, and I'm like <laughs> Mind you, the shit is called Beat the Pussy Up Sunday. So they there to see the boy. So I'm I'm there to give it to him. But it was like, yo, bruh, there's a lot of niggas in there, bruh. <laughs> and I'm talking about, like, as soon as my record came on, they was mm, mm, mm. with it. I'm like, you feel me? That? And that's, you know, and that's that's another thing. You know, the DJs, they see that shit. You feel me? I'm, I'm the type of nigga, bruh, I know. I'm coming here to do a service. I'm coming here to perform. Yeah. I can't look uncomfortable. Mm. Even though I'm never uncomfortable, I feel like if I show love, I'm going to get love back. You feel me? If I don't come in here on some I'm better than you type shit, you know what I'm saying? It's, nice. it's easy to get that love back. And you already love my record, so get in love with the person. So, you know, that was that was bad. That, that shit was easy, especially talking to DJs. And most of the DJs I was running into in the club, they they just like me. It's just, I'm just an artist for them. We're just, trying to get higher and further in our careers and shit. So right. it's like we have a kind of So mm. it was easy. It was easy to vibe with people, you know. I am still cool with hell of people today. Like, you know, that was I don't I don't know what the, one of my one of my DJ partners weddings, like he ain't even a DJ no more. Mm. Like one of my out there in uh, Denver, he ain't even a DJ no more. But he had a relationships wedding relationships are good. There. Building relationships. If you out there and you not building relationships, you 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 fucking up already. Because <laughs> relationships will get you far. It's just like having or being a part of a fraternity or a sorority when you go across these state lines and being able to call somebody like, hey, I need to get in this club or I need to do this or I need to do this or can we do this together? Or it's always something that could happen somewhere else. So make sure y'all keep them connects connected if if that makes sense. Because like I said, it's 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 definitely worth you know, like I said, we've we've known each other just via social media this whole time, and I just keep, you know, I'm consistent with it, and be consistent too, and just, you know, just just do what you have to do and work harder than the next person. Um, and yeah, Bye. that's what I just wanted to say about that. But <laughs> um, just walk Bye. us through the day in the life of Love Rents, um, including like the studio process and including, you know, what you have currently coming up and your plans for 2022 and, um, your VCR project that we also have to mention. Okay. Um, shit, a day, a day in life. Um, uh, should I wake up? <laughs> thank the Lord. Nah, uh, thank the Lord. Uh, nah, I, I like to, in the morning, I like to hit trail. I like to hit an hour. Hour trail every morning, or at least every other morning. 
uh, just to clear my mind, just get ready for the day. Plus, I'm an early riser, so I'm usually up before a lot of people. I just got that knack because of my East Coast friends, because mm. I wake up at 8, and they've been up already for about two and a half hours, and I'm like, dang. And also doing the stocks and stuff that you kind of learn, like, you get up early enough, you start to see a little things different. So, um, you know, that's true. Go knock that out, probably hit a gym, go hoop. Um, should go do some writing, uh, go link up with some producer friends and start, start making magic. You know, that's, that's a day. That's a day. Really. If I'm not doing that, I'm chilling, watching hoop, football, you know, like a regular U S citizen. I'm, I'm, I'm a YouTube fan. Of course, everybody loves YouTube, but I, I watch random stuff on YouTube. Like I watch, um, like I just got well, I already, I was informed about the Trash Island, but now I, I heard it got it's gotten bigger. So I Trash Island, how, yeah. So basically, uh, to sound like a nerd, um, <laughs> on every uh, in every ocean, the Atlantic, Pacific, Indian Ocean, there's a specific space that is where all the trash goes because the water current goes down to the side and back up. So basically, if I throw trash in the Pacific Ocean, it's going to go up, come back down, and come around to the center. And there's an island now of trash that's been building since the 70s, 80s, that is bigger than Texas. Yeah. And we and on the Pacific, we have the biggest trash island. So, And it continues to grow, and they don't know what to do with it. Because everybody makes jokes like, oh, won't you just pack it up and send it into space? Only problem with that is it might come back faster down from space. Oh. And make a comment. Other than that, it's killing other marine uh, marine mammals and all this stuff because now they have no place to go because that specific place in the ocean was their place of the ocean. Now it's being overran by garbage. And now it's so big, you can literally walk on it now they got like you go on youtube you can walk on it we have a place here called mount trashmore it's a park and it used to be from what i'm from what from my understanding it used to be a mound of trash that eventually you know uh grass started to grow over top of it and people became it just became a trail and people go there they work out they build steps they got listen if I, I the next time i go past it i will send you a video of what it looks like and you're going to be like it looks like a huge mound of fucking trash like just google mount trashmore t t r a s h m o r e mount trashmore i'm on i'm on google right now like what hold yeah. on like I, i'm over here trying to give the ocean a bridge you y'all got the land fucked yeah. up yeah 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 just Google that, and I'm going to do some more research I mean, on it. All I did was type in MT space TR. Trash more, niggas? <laughs> like, trash? You talking about trash more, niggas? Yes. What's crazy is we got a known trash more out here. Wow. So well, it, it might be trash. Oh, at the... No, it's, it's a recycling center out here. Thank God. It's not a spam. Oh, well... That's probably what it started off as a cycling, a recycling center, but then they just mounted it all together. But that's a whole nother interview process right here. But talk about your latest plans. 
that's a damn shame. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a holler at a girl from Virginia, but yeah, girl, you ever been to Mount Rushmore? Yeah, this is there a few. Yeah, girl, I'm a, I'm a lie my ass off now. You know, put me on. Crazy. Why is it called Mount Rushmore? Like what? Damn. Yeah, I'm gonna do my research. Yeah, Google it. (laughs) But talk about your latest project, and um, you have Love Rants, and I am. What is it? Su. Yeah, I am Sue. I am Sue. Why do I? I be messing messing up acronyms and all type of shit. Don't don't just bless bless me. Just I mean, I was I was I went to a summer jam one time. I was Lover Rance. <laughs> like, so that was, you know, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> Blaming my heart, and I'm mad. <laughs> what I'm other like, what, what? Love Er Rance. <laughs> they added a whole other R. Lover. 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 Now, just, the funny thing before I get into telling the future uh, of yes. 22 is the, watching the, the guy DJs uh, still uncomfortable with calling me love friends. Like, well, that's that is just one name. It's not like love space friends. It's just love friends. Like, <laughs> like, if you say Lawrence, you can say love friends. <laughs> but it's always funny. But it's always, it's always cool when you got those, those cool DJs that's like, they ain't tripping. Right. They, they, they don't, you feel me? Love? Nah. Let love talk. Like, this is like, because <laughs> anybody else is like, bro, don't be calling me love, my nigga. Like, hold on, bro. Don't like, me love. But like, but they feel comfortable enough to do it. I, I respect those cats more than the cats that like, can I call you something different? It's like, nah. No. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> the fuck? The, 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 the other name they call me is something that the girls call me. So, nigga, you definitely can't call me. But then over time, which is it, it's, it's a nickname, Rancy, like which is like that's what one of my little girl cousins called me as a kid, and then of course it manifests to Rancy Poo as I got older into high school Rancy stuff. Rancy Poo, <laughs> Rancy Poo. Uh, but then it's like Rancy, Rancy, Rancy. So it's funny when a when a dude say Rancy, it's like, are you trying to be funny, my nigga? Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's like so common shit now. Like it's like niggas like. The guys that was hell uncomfortable to say love and rancy, they they nigga love, what's good, love? Like <laughs> I think that I think that shit is hilarious. I think that is hilarious. Hey, we told the baby. Hey! Nah, man. Uh but uh give <laughs> Oh my god, I'm weak, but she cried. Give my uh it's to my new year though. Uh, I got a lot of music coming out next year. Um, like I said, I'm working with a new. I'm working with three new artists. Um, so they got they got music coming out. I'm featured on all like hell of they records, and I got like my own records coming out. So I got and I got like a, a collab tape coming out with an R&B singer. And then I like man, I'm just I, I'm sitting on like maybe like fifty something songs. So mm. just. This this year, like, like ready to go. So I got hella old ass songs too, but I'm not. They ain't gonna feel like it. That's just the archive. You know, archive that. Right, 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 right. I got ready to go now. So um, probably won't be doing a tape or an album next year. I probably will be just not probably. I will be um releasing records. Just just releasing records. Singles. <clears throat> Bunch of singles and just okay. Boom. Boop, 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 boop. Like, you know, 
Cause I know um, I've had a long absence. Like, you know, I dropped a dropped a little mini tape at the beginning of quarantine, but of course, the beginning of quarantine, right. people mind into music, they were kind of like, man, life is fucked up. So <laughs> like, I got to repackage that. So uh, <laughs> cause people, cause people, like that's why um, the new record with me and I am too is a remix. Uh, be careful! It, be careful who's actually on that tape. Okay. But I'm repackaging some of those records with newer artists or new uh, with the features now, and putting them back out because a lot of people are like I never heard this. I'm like, yeah, it started at quarantine. Man. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're gonna go back around to that, and then of course get into the new stuff. But yeah, uh, that's what I'm doing. Uh, well, I'm, I'm gonna just say this year because I'm already thinking of 22. So. This year, that's what I'm going to be doing. And so, you're going to have visuals and stuff? <clears throat> yeah. Match? Okay, yeah. good, uh, good, good. I'm going to be doing, uh, of course, uh, music videos, but I'm also going to be working on many, many films. Like, uh, I have a friend access. who does, he, uh, play. Yeah, he writes and stuff, so I'm like, all right, let me get my acting on. Even I used to do theater back in high school, so it's like, all right, let me, let me get my Denzel on real quick before I turn into Morgan Freeman. Well, uh, not um, Morgan Freeman. You know what? Morgan Freeman doing his thing. You're going to be uh, reading audiobooks about this bitch. Disrespect to Morgan Freeman. And to answer uh, this guy's question, yeah, it went platinum, guys. It went platinum. Double platinum. Yes. Like, talk that shit. But that don't mean don't stream it again now. Stream it, download it. Feel free. Feel free. Feel free. Make I got that playlist. That Make that playlist and send that playlist yeah, out. <laughs> hey, if you can go ahead and play Go and Get It a few more times, we can get that thing to go. Um, uh, I got another one. Act, act up. That's a few. It's a few hundred thousand from Go. Can we? Can we kick? Can we kick it? Can we kick it? I know that. I'm saying, can we kick it? <clears throat> So let's, <laughs> let's move on to top five, which is five questions um, and five answers catered to my guests. So top five producers you would want to work with. Uh, Pharrell. All right. Dr. Dre. Mm, damn, that's hard. That's five. Ooh, Timberland. Okay. Juicy J. Mike Will Made. Mike Will Made. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Yeah, do you, I think we will make some. Do you know, I always thought mustard on the beat was saying pussy on the beat, ho. But don't don't tell nobody. Shh. That's our secret. Anyways. Um, yeah. Hey, yo. He thought, sorry. <laughs> hey, yo. Smoking back here, taking a shit. Hey. He thought. <laughs> okay, top, what are your top five black movies? Poetic Justice. Mm-hmm. Love Jones. Mm-hmm. Friday. Mm-hmm. Ooh, just five? You know, I'm too black for that. You know what? I had an argument. Inkwell. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like that. <laughs> okay. No, because I just had an argument, and I hope my nigga in here still. Because I told him, I was like, bruh, 
as far as being black goes, I be looking at these lists, and it, it don't be movies on these lists. I be like, bruh, I remember watching the Inkwell. And he told me, oh, well, Inkwell isn't a classic. I'm like, who the hell determined that? <laughs> like, how is it a classic? Nigga, it got classic action. There you go, name it. Yeah, name it. Name it. Name it. Got it. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> it got classic actors, and nigga, it got a good storyline, and most black people have watched that damn movie. They need to stop excluding that. So I told him, like, I'm going to be the nigga to go ahead and make my own list and be like, Inkwell is a black classic movie. Stop playing. It might not be the best classic movie, motherfucker, but it is one of ours. Oh, my God. But uh, to, answer your, to finish your question, Soul Food, number four. <laughs> Look, okay, Inkwell is definitely a classic. Uh oh. Bruh, look here, look here, hold on. Every real nigga don't felt how that nigga Lorenz Tate felt when he seen motherfucking Jada Pinkett Smith with that big nigga. <laughs> nigga, he was like, damn, nigga, I will bust up in here and beat his ass. I will beat his ass. But he did. I'm gonna let him live. Now, what are you gonna do? He went to go get some OG pussy, some cougar pussy. Like, come on, like a real player. Inkwell, go watch it, nigga. Go get it in your repertoire. Go put it in your collection. You feel me? Come on now. Bro, what was my nigga name? Uh, 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 uh. Morris Chestnut, young Morris Chestnut. Come on. Come on, my nigga. Come. Uh-oh. No, no, no. We're not about to do this. We're not about to do this. No. I'm not a nigga and I felt it. Okay. <laughs> Top five. It is a classic though. Look, nigga, I don't give a fuck who hasn't seen it, nigga. Who has? Ask them when they seen it, is it a classic? They're going to be like, no, I never this. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. It was a summer love. It was. It's so distinct. It let us know. I'm out. No, all right. Uh, that was number four. It's so cool. Um, I, my bad. I had to go on that rant. Cause he in her, uh, uh, and number five, yes. uh, uh, I'm gonna be a prisoner in the moment, and I'm gonna go with Third Good Marshall because I love that movie. Mm, okay, top five. Our, oh, go ahead. You, you said what, my bad. You said what was the I last said, one? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> top yeah, five OGs you'd work with. Define O. Oh. <laughs> um, how old is old let's see you can take it back to like daddy can't big daddy Kane. you can take it back to like mc light that okay, older so generation you, type give me a year like let's say like if you be like an og is somebody from 97 back yeah. Or 96 back. You can, 90. Yeah, we can do that. However you want to do it. Um, of course, you know, Uncle Snoop, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um she Ooh. Ooh. Can they can they be I don't know. I wanna do living cats because I, I mean I got like I, I mean I got like one dead cat I would I would have loved to work with before he passed, which was heavy D. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately he passed. So I'm a uh LL Cool J. Okay. Definitely. Um, Babyface. Ooh, okay. Babyface probably makes me clap. Um, 
damn. I'm already thinking about hella dead people. I got, ah, damn. Too many gone. Too many gone. Uh, Twister. Twister. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to my cousins from uh, Cleveland. They actually, they, um, they actually taught me how to rap fast, and I totally forgot that uh, whole tool. I was young. I was young. I was, I was like, I was 13. And it's like, this is how you do it. This is, this is, you know, they told me the difference between Bone Thugs and Harmony and in Twister's rap. Like, yes. So it was kind of crash course in rap. Completely lost my rap as far as rapping fast. But uh, well, how many is that? That's three? That was four. That was four. <clears throat> you got one more. Uh, oh, gee. Andre 3000. <laughs> Ooh, I can see him playing what? his flute. <laughs> Me and Andre probably, I ain't gonna lie, I probably have Andre on some shit, because he loves the bass, so I probably have him on some shit. So. Oh, man. Okay, top he'll probably, five. He'll probably, he'll probably put some astrological shit. <laughs> I probably be like, I gotta go after that? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> Keep your heart, Keep your heart. <laughs> top top five performances you've done. Ooh. Of course, number one, all right, it don't even gotta be in order, but of course in the top five would have to be KML Summer Jam. That that's like a uh that's like championship right there. That's like you we got to it, you know what I'm saying? We got to the threshold. So to be on that stage was definitely um dream come true. Mm-hmm. Uh I want to say Philadelphia Summer Jam. Um, I met like Nicki Minaj. I met a few other people in the back. I was late as shit. I just came from Vegas. I hung the fuck over. I slept <laughs> the whole plane ride from Vegas to Philly. Mm. Woke getting hella messages late. Get to the hallway, bump it to Nicki Minaj. Okay. Then I go perform and it starts to rain so And them white folks were going crazy on that little they had a little hill, the little the grass hill, and that thing was muddy. It's just that was funny. Like I just, it was just a good performance all in all. Like that was the first time I brought my mascot on tour. Like that was the first like so it was like everything that could possibly go wrong, it didn't go wrong. Like okay. everything went right, like right. besides the weather. Right. So uh, so I would say that was definitely number two. Um, uh, um, what was that? Um, you got two more. I mean, three more. I'm sorry. <clears throat> three more. Birthday bash, Atlanta. Uh, Ti brought me out, so of course the stadium packed out, packed out. Mm. You feel me? And then he goes on to say, "I gotta take it to the bay one time." And of course, if you know anything about uh 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 shit, California people in general, we all moved to damn Georgia. So, uh, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. so that motherfucking stadium said, what? <laughs> and that beat dropped, and that shit did. Bay Area! You know, I'm over here set tripping like a motherfucker. I got this nigga. <laughs> 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 I'm over here tripping. You know what I'm saying? But it's all love. I met so many people backstage that night. Thanks. So that night was beautiful. Uh, Drake at USC. Mm. Uh, that, that performance was you know, even though that's not my, those two are not my performances. I'm just being brought out, but it's still like, 
the stadium is packed. It's yeah. Full. Like, this is about as full as it's going to get tonight. Like, and they go bring me out, and then you just hear it, like, these motherfuckers know this much of the words. Oh, like, oh, right. oh, right. uh, I, I, I said, Every time those both performances, I said trip at the end of it because I'd be like, every time I do, uh, uh, hands up, and then be go off, and I'd be like, Bay Area. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's number four. Um, And I want to say, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show love. I'm gonna show love. Uh, Shout out to Berkeley High School. I did a prom. That shit was lit. I, that shit was lit. That shit was live. Like, I ain't gonna lie. Like, because it was like, the song is just at the radio, so we just get the radio shit going. And it's just like, just show up at, that's my uh, dad's old school, actually, too. Wow. So shout out to my pop coming to Mercy High. But, uh, yeah, so that was a good, that was a good performance. I, I'm gonna show love. I'm gonna show love. So, I mean, I could have named hella other ones, but that one is memorable. So, for sure. Top five moments in your career. I, I see you listed at least two of those already in your in your performances. But <clears throat> top five moments in your career. You can list if you if you don't have five yet, that's fine. If you do, you can go ahead and list them. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna name five. Okay, we gonna because they they can always be replaced in the future. Yeah. Um, uh, hearing myself on my local radio station definitely was a. Uh, Monumental moment. Receiving my plaque was definitely a, a yeah, 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 yeah. I did that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there ain't nothing. Shit ain't shit without a trophy. Mm-hmm. So that's the trophy to me. So like that's pride. You know what I'm saying? So um, let me get three more, three more. Mm, meeting, meeting Jimmy Iving. Like always seen Jimmy Iving, know who Jimmy Iving is. Uh, understanding Interscope records from the outside you know looking in um always being a fan of interscope records and being able to be uh, a part of the family mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was very great i felt like you know that was a uh, i didn't have that on the bucket list but yeah if, it was on, if i ever made a bucket list that would have been on there for sure wow. um number four shit, shit. i want to say just uh Going on tour across the nation, mm. like able to perform in New York, being able to perform in uh, Boston, being able to perform in Chicago, um, man, so many places, so many places. Yeah. Did the Black College tour? Did you know? Like I said before, it was in the South. Like you see me, and I was doing doing certain shows that was like uh, I don't even know what to call these type of shows, but where it's just a stage in the middle of a park and they got a fence right in front of the stage. It looked like the old uh, juvenile back that afternoon. <laughs> I did three or four of those type of shows in the South. Like, and I'm talking about the whole city out. Like, yeah. I don't even know what city we in. The whole city out for show. It was love. It was love. So I, I would say those moments, just being able to go to other people's cities and, 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 and touch people like that and, and they know my words and just fucking with the shit I, you know, made and, or not, but just, but, uh, made in my homeboy's house. Right. That, that, that's lit. It's still and, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it was And uh, last but not least, I want to say, shit. Just meeting all my favorite 
people or artists listening. Oh, I haven't met Eminem yet. That's mm. why I have to go to meet. But I met all the other people that I listened to growing up, such as the 50 Cent, the Ludacris, the Fab, the T.I., the, the Jeezy, the, you know, I met all these cats. So yeah. meeting all those cats and them not being assholes, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was mm. my biggest thing. I know a lot of people got horror stories about meeting famous people and they be assholes. I'm just glad those people that I was fortunate enough to meet weren't assholes. So I definitely, I de- that definitely showed me don't be an asshole. Like even, even though I was never an asshole to begin with, but that definitely showed me. Stay uh, humble. Pay it forward. You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Show love. For sure. Exactly, because <laughs> you don't never, you never know when you you would be that person, you know, the outside looking in, and vice versa. And so, with that being exactly. said, we do have to come to a close here shortly. But I have a few more things to ask you. Um, just do your shout out, social media, your last words, and then I have a final question, which is the question of the day. And then I'm gonna have you introduce your song um, that you sent me today. Um, Be careful, which is the remix with I am Sue. But go ahead, give your shout out, social yeah, yeah. media, and last words. Uh, well. All my uh, all my social media handles is just love rant l o v e r a n c e. Step on TikTok. We're still working on that. So right now it's a period love rant. <laughs> <laughs> so my TikTok. So we're gonna work on that. But uh, uh, shout out, shout out everybody, man. Shout out, shout out to the viewers. Shout out to you for having me. Uh, shout out for uh, shout out to God for making Friday. <laughs> uh, you feel me? Shout out my cousin for the weed. Um, Hello. You feel me? Uh, you know, shout out to uh, what's what's your boy name uh, from Virginia? Uh, Which one? Came from Virginia. Oh, the... boy, shout, out, shout out to him. Matter of fact, name, shout out to the whole. His week. name is yeah. Show Me. Show Me Patterson. He Show does me. a lot of visuals and videos. He's really, really. He he used to do. Well, actually, he did a video for David Banner when David Banner shot his video here in Virginia. But he he does a lot of okay. like ASAP Ferg's, um, ASAP Rockies. He's one of like one of those type of people. Very visual. So you probably uh, would need to link up with him as well for the visuals. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! No. Hey, look, I, I feel like I already know. <laughs> hey, once we do an interview, we friends, so it is what it is. <laughs> hey, man, shout out to everybody, man. I'm just, you know, shit, I'm just happy to be alive, man. You feel me? For sure. Happy to be here. Um, I hope everybody's just in good spirits and positive vibes all around. That's all I can say to people. And Love y'all. You. Thank you. The last but not least question of the day is, what bothers you about the industry and how do you think you could fix it or add to helping it? Ooh, I can't fix it because uh, it, it's generational. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things that happened way, way before my time. So it's just going to continue to happen after me. But I think I'm liking it that like it's more geared toward the artist now. It's like the artist is more in control. So that's a great thing. But I want to um, and I want to see a groundswell of uh, record labels and execs and A&Rs. Like, I would love to see that. Like, I, I, I see a lot of people, like, we always call these things fads. Like, everybody wants to be a rapper and then next year everybody wants to be a DJ and then the next year everybody wants to be a photographer. Well, hopefully next year everybody wants to be an A&R. You know, everybody <laughs> wants to be, you know, 
beer, uh, uh, just something that's going to help out the culture. You know what I'm saying? Let's let's bring the culture back. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I see a lot of things, and I'm like, right. that's not very black. But uh, <laughs> you said that's not very black. You know, it's, not, it's not very black. You know what I'm saying? You know, I love everybody, but you know what I'm saying? Everybody gets to have their shit, and they get to celebrate their shit, and we're not being able to celebrate our shit. Mm. And bring that back. Start bring it back. And, you know, I just feel like just more people just need to be stepping into different positions of power that will help out that instead of, you know, being another artist, you know. And some people just need to take criticism. Like, I have friends that they thought they were going to be rappers and they was like, Brands, what you think? I'm not really saying that, man, but you, your strong suit is this. And then they went off to do something else. And it's like, man, right on. Are you feeling me? Like, I probably would have been still spending money, wasting time on doing that. And mm. I, now I'm serving a better purpose over here. Right. You know, and then your career is last way longer than it would have lasted as, a, as an artist. That's why, even to myself, I have to uh, start taking steps back from being an artist and start taking more steps towards being more of a CEO or exec or, you know, just helping out as an artist. I might be a developer of artists. So. Right. You know, just finding another avenue, you know, saying everything. We need help. Like, artists need help. Artists need those people in place. So, please, don't be shy and become those people. Help. Shit. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I'm on that train. So, whatever you need and whatever anybody else needs that has good quality and, and, and you know, works hard, of course, because your work ethic has to, has to match and or yeah. exceed what you're trying to do because if you're not you know if you're just hanging out the wayside then you know i can only do so much for you you know i give right. you this alley-oop it's up for you to you know do something with it score that point so yeah. um but i appreciate you for sliding through to so hollywood the podcast um <clears throat> excuse me follow me on instagram in my ss hollywood 313 follow the podcast whenever you get here to virginia i want you to perform in the um, green room it's a little section that i have at the studio that my husband has and i do like a one minute performance of and i put it on spotify I put their songs on spotify so i'm trying to do my part and do my best to to getting these artists out here just like you said just keep supporting the artists and doing you know doing what you can to help so that's what i'm doing and like i said once you once you come to virginia you gotta fuck with me i got a studio for you i got uh lex luger super producer lex luger is here um knots is here binks is here my my husband he does production engineering he's currently working on mr servo and stuff so it's a lot of you know it's a lot of full circles for me and so i'm willing to help in any way that i can and keep you know keep doing you keep being humble keep you know pushing forward and striving for the best and um yeah, without further ado, we're going to get up out of here. If you have anything else that you want to leave our friends, because like I said, once we do an interview, um, we're friends. And then you can also introduce your new or your newest single that you have out with um, I Am Sue. And we're going to play this here as soon as we get up off of the Instagram. The Instagram sound old as fuck. Excuse me. <laughs> as soon as we get off the Instagram. Okay, Auntie. All right. What time is it in Virginia? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. She's like, as soon as we get off the Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot.
forgot. Oh, my God. Shout out to my sponsor, Zario Farms. When you get out here, too, I got that pack in the mail. She's gone. You feel me? Like, they have all yeah. kinds of edibles. They got all kinds of things. But, yes, shout out to your girl. Um, and I will have oh, some things coming okay. in the works, too. Hollywood lights may be coming soon because uh, you can cultivate here. But we'll we'll talk about that uh, when we get off here. So you go ahead and oh, introduce it. You hear that, y'all? We can cultivate in the PA. <laughs> you can we have can, up to four plants. Yeah, you can have up to four plants per household. So we got two so far. Um, But like I said, yeah, go ahead and introduce your song and who you are and where you from, Bay Area. And we're going to get up out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what's good? What's good? It's your boy, Love Ransom, all the way from the Bay Area. I'm here to tell you about my new record, Be Careful, the remix featuring I Am Sue. Make sure you download it, stream it, play it. Play it again, and then play it again for your friends. All right. <laughs> hey. Oh, see how I played the Okay. You know, you know, I gotta bring it back to the VA real quick, well, but no. Well, VA. <laughs> We're going to get up out of here. Like I said, thank you so much for sliding through. Until next time, I have another interview September. Uh, September. God damn. I'm t- damn. Listen, damn. Listen. September? You going on break? I know black people like to break, but damn. September? December the 5th coming up here shortly. So make sure you guys tune in to So Hollywood Podcast Instagram page. Peace up. A-Town down up this thing. Thank you. <laughs> Have a good night. Oh, evening, night. How we do it? To be a guest on So Hollywood the Podcast, just email So Hollywood the Podcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram, So Hollywood the Podcast and MISS Hollywood 313. Looking to book your next studio session? Contact Session 420 at www.greenleafgang.com.